Fan Morning Show brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Visit them at awaken180weightloss.com. We're joined by Odyssey NFL insider Jason Locken for host of the Odyssey original podcast in the huddle with Brian Baldinger and Carl Dukes covering the entire NFL. Jason, the Steelers are in the hunt. How about that? Yeah, man. Um, look, I've been telling people here for a couple of weeks um, that the Steelers were far from done. Everybody wanted to act like they were expunged and over at their bye. And look, at the bye, I wasn't championing them. But watching them come out of the bye, watching pick, we talk about this, watching Pickett start to take care of the football and get the string um, some some better quarters, right, and, and then some better halves, and then some better games together, and then watching the defense coalesce around Watt, even when he still wasn't himself, but just having him back, his energy, what he brings on game day, the, the, the possibility, right, that any snap he could wreck the game. And I'm like, hey, they're winning a lot of football. Like, they're winning games over there, and, like, they're starting to get the run game going a little bit. And the offensive line isn't horrible, um, look out, and people are telling me I'm crazy, right? And then I'm like, well, now they're five and two since they're by, and the kid just did something special in prime time in the fourth quarter, and like they've got offensive weapons. And tell me again, like why they suck so bad? Because they're going to beat the Ravens, and they're going to beat the Ravens sixteen thirteen, and it'll probably come down to the last play. And I don't think you had to be brilliant or Nostradamus to see that coming like I did. It's it's just sort of the way these things go, right? It's 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 the crux of this rivalry, the team that, that needs it most, the team um, with the biggest statement to make because the first game, right, the Ravens ran for 215. That wasn't happening again. Mike Tomlin wasn't going to allow that to happen again. Uh, and this was going to be a different sort of game. Um, special teams would still matter. It would still come down to the end. But I didn't think they were going to sweep the Steelers, and they didn't. Um, and hats off to everything that everybody over there is doing. And I tell you what, man, that that Omar Khan's first draft class might uh, might make an indelible mark on this franchise. I mean, from the first pick to the undrafted running back who played a massive role in that game. Um, you know, even getting the the D lineman active a little bit like that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I hadn't thought of it from that standpoint, but Mark Robinson, who hadn't played, apart from special teams, played 52% of the defensive snaps. You mentioned DeMarvin Leal. Yep. Jason, you and I were talking uh, on the phone prior to the start of the segment, and Doran and I were, were discussing this earlier, but the rest of the teams in the AFC North, they got to look at Pittsburgh and what Kenny Pickett's done these last couple of weeks and go, are you kidding me? They got this guy, oh, yeah. and, and he tends to be uh, clutch now. I mean, the other stuff I think will come with Kenny Pickett, but you can't sure. teach that, and he seems to have that, whatever that is, right, the it factor, the clutch gene. Meanwhile, oh. you were saying in, in Baltimore, I mean, you're going to be fielding calls today. What the hell's going on with our quarterback situation? Well, yeah, because they don't have they don't have their main guy under center, and they're obviously a complete and abject failure. I mean, their receiver's at 18 yards. In that game like that it's a joke so yeah if Lamar Jackson had Kenny Pickett's cast around him you know he'd be in great shape but but he doesn't um no I mean look this kid is going to continue to grow and evolve um all the intangibles are already there and the offensive line has improved and they'll continue to address it and he's got two tight ends and he's got you know plenty of receivers three that look pretty good to me at least um, and two running backs, and a defense, and one of the greatest coaches in the history of this game in the game. 
And so, yeah, I think it's a problem. And I know we talk, you know, every week, and people there were ready to jump off bridges. And we, like, you guys were down for half a season. Like, most people, when they lose a generational quarterback, are down for two or three years. He was down for seven games. Like, it's amazing. No, it's like the idea that you were going to be able to get your shots in, get your body blows and kidney shots in on the Steelers for a couple years while they dug out of, you know, the late, era Ben Roethlisberger slash transition to a new quarterback stage. Like, the idea that you were going to have some decent period of time to do that. No, you had the first half of the 2022 season. That was pretty much it. Jason, I know that you're a huge Deshaun Watson fan, as I saw your Twitter yesterday. Oh, boy, he's all class. <laughs> uh, the Steelers obviously play him uh, this coming week. You know, if you had to bet right now, are the Steelers going to make the playoffs or not? With all the scenarios that have to play out, if you had to put your finger on one side, are the Steelers going to make the playoffs? Are they going to beat Deshaun Watson and the Browns next week, or are they not? I think they're going to beat the Browns, but then what you still need, you need the the Jets to beat the Dolphins or the Dolphins to beat the Jets? The Jets to beat the Dolphins. They need the Bills to beat the Patriots, and they kind of need the Bills to beat – the Cincinnati Bengals tonight because, tonight. If they, yeah, if they lose, then they run the risk of having uh, nothing to play for if the Kansas City Chiefs next week beat uh, the Vegas Raiders. Yeah, it's the, the – you, you tend to think the Bills – well, it's just hard to say, pending the outcome of tonight's game, how much or how little the Bills are going to have to play for next week. You know, I don't know. I mean, Mike White did not look like he was, you know, they put that kid out there with bad ribs, and that was a disaster. You know, do they just go back to Streveler for this thing? It looks like it's going to be Skylar Thompson for the Miami. I mean, I don't know how to handicap. Like, how do you handicap that? You know, I well, don't, can I, don't I, can know. Can I interrupt you for a second, Jason? If Tua is cleared, would you play him in that game? I would be shocked if Tua is cleared. Okay. I just, I would be stunned. Um, I don't even know that they're thinking in those terms, to be honest with you. You know, at this point, I, I just – the sense I get is that I'm not even sure how much that's on the table. Um, and even if somehow he got cleared by the independent neurologist, I'm not sure that they put him out there. So I, I think you're looking at last man standing, which, you know, that Bridgewater injury looked pretty significant. I mean, if he can't grip the ball and he can't throw the ball, he's not playing football. So, I mean, that one's, you know – that one's a coin flip. I guess in that instance, I would lean to the best unit on the field, which is it's not quite what it was a few weeks ago, but I'd still, you know, that's still the Jets' defense. So I, I don't know, man. But look, I, nobody was really talking in those terms before the season started, right? Nobody was talking in those terms in the middle of the season. Nobody was really talking in those terms three weeks ago. In terms, like it was about okay, could they get to nine and eight and keep this thing alive, which I thought was very viable. Do they actually get in? You know, that depends on a lot of variables they can't control. But you beat the Browns, you finish this season on that sort of upswing with that much momentum and that many, you know, the, the, the arrow pointing up on that many different position groups and, and different um, attributes about that football team. Yeah, I mean, now look, and Cleveland's always like Cleveland's Cleveland, you know, and Baltimore's got to figure out its quarterback situation. Cincinnati's not going anywhere, but – I think the Steelers are, have, have clearly shown that they've altered the pecking order of this division from what a lot of people thought it might be in 2022 and 2023 and 2024. 
Jason, you are the absolute best, man. Thank you for joining the show. Oh, always my pleasure, man. Have a great week. Happy New Year. Thank you. You, you Take too. care, dude. That was, that was Odyssey NFL insider Jason Lockenfor. Make sure to follow in the huddle on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can text us on the Edgar Snyder and Associates fan text line 412-928-9370. Edgar Snyder and Associates reminds you to text responsibly. Epic ending up next.